the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Got another fantastic show for you tonight. Some craft beer, uh, a craft beer guest that will be joining me this hour. And the usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easy on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, Google Play and iTunes. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Our guest tonight on the cast, Jeremy Cowan, the owner of Schmaltz Brewing, located in upstate New York, Clifton Park, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the interview, uh, this interview, particular interview, I taped a few weeks ago. We had a great conversation about his journey throughout the business, along with his Star Trek-themed beers, which are out on shelves now. He's got a new one out. You definitely want to check that out. We'll chat with Jeremy coming up in just about 20 minutes. We'll also talk about uh, holiday gifts for the beer lover in your life, I like to do this. We did this last year. Um, and uh, definitely some cool new things that have come out, some old stuff as well, but still nonetheless uh, good for the beer lover uh, in your life. Judas Priest, to kick it off, a little rapid fire. Unfortunately, Judas Priest did not make it in to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dire Straits, uh, The Cars, The Moody Blues. Um, who is it? Nina Simone, I think. Uh, and a couple of others. But Judas Priest, first year uh, on the ballot, doesn't make it in. Uh, real quick, uh, just my commentary on the whole thing. Um, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a, is a, you know, it's a publicity stunt. It's it's who you know. It's it's how popular you are with the people who are running it or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's a who's what have you done for me lately contest. Uh, listen, I love Judas Priest. I think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Oh yeah, Bon Jovi made it in. Bon Jovi, whatever. I mean, really, it's great to see the Moody Blues in there. It's great to see Dire Straits. It's great to see the Cars in there. Bon Jovi, come on, let's be fair. Bon Jovi's first album was good after that. Once you started doing Living on a Prayer, you lost me. Anyway, that's my, my take on it. Judas Priest should be in there. Hopefully they get in next year. I hope they don't have to wait a ridiculous amount of time like Yes had to uh, last year. So please, let's, uh, you know, let's hope that Judas Priest gets in there again. I would hope that the fan va- vote would count for something, but apparently it really doesn't in the grander scheme of things. Anyway, let's get into some news and notes. Uh, before we get into the rest of the show here, uh, great news that had broken uh, earlier in the week. Samuel Adams, New England's uh, leading independent craft brewer, has been named the official beer of the Boston Red Sox. So Samuel Adams and the Red Sox, a multi-year partnership. Uh, of course, as you know, Samuel Adams started in 1984. Um, you know, and this is this is something that is huge. This multi-year partnership comes to life uh, starting in January of 2018. Details of the agreement include... Two Sam Adams experimental bar areas, the right field roof deck will now be known as the Sam Deck, and a bar area located beneath the third base stands will be known as Sammy, Sammy's on Third, in addition uh, to crowd favorites like Boston Lager and Summer Ale. 
Fans will be able to enjoy new brews that are launched next year, like the highly anticipated Sam 76. They'll have visible signage throughout the ballpark, including the iconic right field sign, which last changed nine years ago. Uh, as the official beer of the Boston Red Sox, Sam Adams will have opportunities to partner across New England and in Fort Myers at JetBlue Park. Now, Samuel Adams is the first American craft brewer to enter in a partnership with a Major League Baseball franchise for this length of time and at this level. Uh, so this is huge. First American craft brewer uh, to do this, to have a sponsorship. Now, you say, you know, why is this so significant? Well, it's significant because obviously Samuel Adams uh, is paying into a, a tremendous amount of money here for this sponsorship. Obviously, they, uh, Jim Cook hopes to get a very big return on his investment. Now, I know some people mention, hey, what about Yards being a sponsor of the Phillies or whatever? This is an expensive thing. This is, you know, if anybody out of the craft brewers, the independent craft brewers, has the money to do it, it would certainly be Boston Beer and Samuel Adams. Um, this is not, you know, cheap by any stretch of the imagination. I am interested to see. This might actually get me to go to Fenway Park uh, to see a Red Sox game. I'm a Mets fan. I've never been to Fenway. Uh, it's a cathedral in baseball. I uh, might have to take a road trip uh, this summer. Uh, to experience some Sam Adams beers in the park. I, I, I love the fact that they're going to have experimental beers, all kinds of different things there. Obviously, the price point is going to be an issue for some people. More than likely, the beers are going to be, you know, in the 12 to $13 range uh, for a single beer. But, you know, that's what you pay for when you go to a ballpark. Now, City Field does a great thing. They're going to have McKellar Brewing uh, in the building itself, brewing beers. But McKellar is not having a huge sponsorship uh, at City Field. Would the Yankees do something like this? Maybe. Maybe at some point, but again, costs a lot of money. I don't know what brewer here in the New York City area has the money to be the official sponsor and have all that signage and all that other stuff. Uh, that's that's huge. As we continue on here in our news and notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, the answer. So Anheuser Busch InBev via its high end craft division has announced the launch of a new initiative aimed at building a better future. Uh, the program is called Elevate. It's AB's effort to make its eleven U.S. craft beer and cider brands better stewards of the industry. So what does Elevate entail? The company has said it will print best consumed by dates on all of its craft packages by the end of 2018 so consumers know the time frame in which their beers taste the best. Uh, and as uh, Anheuser-Busch has told Brewbound, they're saying it's a key, step that, a key step that will ensure our beer drinkers enjoy the best tasting, freshest beer, uh, something that we hope is followed by the entire industry. Now, to be fair, a lot of people in the industry, the independent craft brewers, do print dates on the cans uh, some don't. Many do. Um, so it's already started. Uh, they're making it sound like they're starting the trend. They're not. There are other places that have done it. AB is also committed to using 100% solar and wind power at its craft breweries by 2020, while simultaneously reducing water usage at those facilities by 20% uh, during the same period. Uh, AB has also created a $2 million donation budget for its craft partners. Uh, that includes 10 Barrel Brewing, Blue Point, Breckenridge, Devil's Backbone Brewing, Elysian, Four Peaks Brewing, uh, and a number of others, Goose Island, Wicked Weed as well. Uh, they uh, will include investments that elevate the beer experience for consumers and industry members alike. The company plans to host regular safety seminars for industry members at all of its craft breweries in 2018. I think we need to change that term for AB InBev, craft brewers. I mean, they're not really craft beer anymore since they don't really constitute what the Brewers Association uh, constitutes as a craft brewer. So I'm a little... Mm, it's a little, that one's a little odd there. But good to see that uh, AB InBev is uh, putting some money where their mouth is. Uh, again, some of those craft breweries uh, that, you know, that have been sold uh, to AB InBev, I still enjoy. Others, 
uh, I've not had or I'm not a big fan of, but this is a good uh, first step for them, and let's see what happens uh, to for AB InBev to elevate their craft breweries to another level. Uh, Beyonce, apparently unhappy about a brewery naming a beer after her, the Lemonade Singer uh, issued a cease and desist letter to the Brooklyn's lineup brewery after they created a beer called Beer Anse, inspired by the singer. The uh, now-defunct beer features a design inspired by Beyonce's 2013 self-titled album, uh, the one-time batch still available uh, while supplies last at that brewery, uh, the lineup brewery in Brooklyn. And finally... Uh, before we take a short break here, uh, the Brewbound came out with a report on th- on Wednesday. 6,000 breweries are now open in the United States. 900 of those operate out of California. That is pretty cool. Now, 98% of those beer companies of the 6,000 are considered small and independent, according to the Brewers Association. But what is really cool is the fact that in California, the number of craft beer companies in the state has tripled since 2012 to more than 900. In 2016, those breweries combined to produce more than 3.2 million barrels of beer. California accounted for 11% of the U.S. craft brewing industry, $67.8 billion of economic impact in 2016. That is very impressive. Maybe we'll explore that a little bit more next week on the program. We've got some great stuff coming up for you uh, in the couple of weeks. Uh, you know, and, and the fact, 900 craft breweries in California. I'm going to be in San Diego in a couple of weeks. Going to check out a few of them. Certainly not anywhere near 900. When we come back after a short break, beer-themed Christmas holiday gifts for the friends and family you love. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Dennis Prager puts our current political climate in perspective. You should have a liberal and conservative party in the United States. We need that, but leftism is destructive. And the Democratic Party is now a left-wing party, not a liberal party. Leftism is a mortal threat to Western civilization. Liberalism is not. At this juncture, if it is good for the Democratic Party, it is bad for America. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Michael Medved at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. The one and only place to catch every Vikings broadcast is Jack Doyle's NYC on 35th. This and every game day, get to Jack Doyle's for the great Minnesota Vikings get-together. They've got specials you can't get anywhere else, like Minnesota cheese curds, barbecue pork sliders, Vikings burgers, and a Minnesota bloody to wash it all down. All coming from a menu that'll satisfy a true Vikings fan. With 16 TVs and surround sound, you won't miss a single hit, touchdown, or field goal during Vikings football. So head on over to Jack Doyle's NYC, 240 West 35th Street today and watch the Vikings fight to claim their rightful throne to the NFC North Championship. Be part of the action at Jack Doyle's NYC on 35th. Skull, Vikings. Skull. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. That's 1-800-500-8384. 
You know, I've been talking about Cowan's Public for the last few weeks, and it may have been born in 2015, but its historic roots stretch back into the 1930s. This Art Deco speakeasy in Nutley, New Jersey, opened its doors just after the repeal of Prohibition. The main room, when you walk in, it's got a curved Art Deco bar, custom stained glass, roaring fireplace, and plenty of places to sit. Cowan's Public has 16 rotating craft beers on draft for all tastes, and they use local purveyors focusing on the freshest ingredients. Let me tell you something. They have a great craft beer selection there. If you want great craft beer, Cowan's Public is the place to go to. Now, try their fried chicken and waffle sandwich or perhaps their wild mushroom taco. Both are winners. Cowan's Public, they focus on seasonal specialty cocktails with premium ingredients, house-made syrups, and fresh-squeezed juices. If you're looking for something really unique, I'm telling you, Cowan's Public offers a barrel-aged cocktail program featuring five cocktails that have been aged in different spirit barrels, taking on the flavors of the wood and the spirit that was previously held in the barrel. Visit CowansPublic.com. The 1930s never looked so good. Cowan's Public, your local escape. And when in Clifton, visit the newly constructed Barrow House Bar and Restaurant. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6, Mike Gallagher at 10, and AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little Christmas music here as we're talking about great holiday gifts to get for the beer lover in your life. Little Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, they did a little Christmas album a number of years ago. Follow me on social media. Very easy on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Our guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Jeremy Cowan from Schmaltz Brewing. That'll happen just about 10 minutes from now. Uh, but let's continue here, or actually not continue, but start this segment uh, great Christmas presents or holiday gifts, Hanukkah gifts, obviously Hanukkah this weekend, Christmas coming up next week. Uh, what Christmas gifts can you get for the beer lover in your life? Now, there are simple things. Obviously, you can get a gift card to a brewery uh, if you live nearby a brewery, a particular brewery that um, your friend likes. Maybe you want to get him a gift card to a particular restaurant uh, that fills uh, growlers. Um, Paragon Tap and Table, my favorite place in Clark, New Jersey, does that. They do gift cards. They also fill growlers as well. Maybe you want to check that out if you're in the New Jersey area. If you are in the New Jersey area, get yourself a New Jersey Craft Beer membership. Now, the New Jersey Craft Beer Club is an awesome membership, 25 bucks for one year, and you save on almost just a little over 600 places in the state of New Jersey, whether it's restaurants, breweries, etc. You definitely, at liquor stores, you will make your money back very, very quickly uh, with the $25. I usually make mine back in the first month, and then, you know, the rest of the year, hey, you're saving money, and you put money back in your pocket, and you're supporting small business, which is always a good thing. So New Jersey Craft Beer membership, if you want, uh, a gift card to a brewery, as I said. Uh, Hopsy is another one of these um, brewery services that delivers beer uh, to you. Uh, they started with Growlers. They're trying to push their um, uh, their keg unit um, you know, their subunit is what they're calling it or whatever. Um, I, I don't know if that would work for you. I mean, I, it's, it's a big unit, takes up a lot of shelf space. I'd rather have the growlers, but they're doing, not doing away with the growlers, but they're kind of pushing you in the direction of this sub draft system where you get these canisters that basically look like two liters of soda. You put it in and you get tap beer whenever you want. It apparently stays, uh, pressurized and fresh, 
uh, for up to two weeks in the machine. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Hopsy, uh, another one of these services, if you're looking for something to get somebody uh, as a gift. Uh, another service that delivers beer that you might want to look into if you have a friend that's uh, a fan of beers outside of the state that you live in, uh, The Beer Connect at thebeerconnect.com. Uh, this is a great service. The guy's out of San Diego. He does a great job. You go on the site, you access where you live, and you pick uh, the different beers that you want shipped, and then they ship them to you. Now, again, it depends on the um, you know your individual state that you live in, whether or not they will ship beer to you. But I think he's pretty much connected in in most of the states. I think there's a couple of states where he still can't ship beer to. But the Beer Connect is definitely something you want to look into. Uh, if you have a friend that likes beer uh, at, in, you know, in different areas of the country and uh, can't readily uh, you know, access them, maybe they don't sell uh, in that particular state. As we continue here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast, what kind of great holiday gifts, Christmas gifts, can you get uh, the beer fan that is in your life? Uh, a site that I came across, bestproducts.com, very cool thing. They gave a list of the, uh, I think it's the 12 best uh, beer gifts to get for your beer lover. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there are a couple that you can get, and we're going to send out a link on that as well uh, that will you can go directly to the link. It'll show you the stuff and give you the links uh, to purchase those things. So one of the things, and I saw this actually a couple of weeks ago at Wet Ticket Brewing when I was over there uh, to pick up some growlers. Growler Works uh, UKEG. It's 128 ounces. It's a pressurized growler for craft beer. It's, an, it, it's a pretty big growler, um, and it comes with a little... Um, insert that you put in that pressurizes the, um, the the beer once it's in there so it stays fresh longer. Uh, it is uh, was featured as one of Amazon's launch pad picks. It's a copper-plated pressurized growler. It keeps a gallon of your favorite craft beer fresh and carbonated for weeks. Uh, I spoke to the woman that had it. She said they'll fill it with beer, and, you know, a week and a half, two weeks later, it's still good. You have to change the cartridges uh, periodically to keep the pressurization uh, in there, she said, but she's never really had a problem with it. It's a pretty cool thing. So Growler Works, the UK, gets 128 ounces. It's a gallon of beer. Uh, the Brooklyn Brew Shop Everyday IPA Beer Making Kit. If you are um, living in an apartment, not a house, you want to brew beer, this is a great option for you. Uh, the Brew Shop Kits are designed for beginner brewers working in small spaces. The customized kit includes enough specialty ingredients for your first batch, including high-quality gu- grain, hops, and yeast, and it takes about a month to produce your first gallon of homespun suds. Not a bad idea if you live in a small space and you want to brew yourself some beer. The Beer Bible uh, is an, is a really is the ultimate piece of literature for any type of beer drinker. It has you know lists upon lists of beers, different styles, uh, different tastes, and uh, tells you uh, it's organized by four, uh, the uh, four families of beer, ales, lagers, wheat beers, and sour or wild ales. And uh, it's a great resource. I have it. It's really good. And uh, an excellent thing if you want to get a book for the beer lover uh, in your life. This is actually pretty cool as we're talking about Christmas gifts, holiday gifts to give for the beer lover in your life. A beer garden dome terrarium by Dunecraft. Now, if your friend is a lover of beer and he's he or she is pretty good around the garden, this might be something uh, you want to get them. Each kit by Dunecraft allows users to plant, grow, and harvest the three most important ingredients in any beer, barley, wheat, and hops, right in the comfort of their own kitchen or living room. Pretty cool there. Uh, Hopped Up Coffee, which is uh, created by, which was created by Sean Godby and Eric Weisner. Uh, if you can't decide between coffee or beer, uh, the Hopped Up Coffee is blended with malted barley and hops for a delicious roast that is sure to put, uh, you know, a little giddy-up 
uh, in your step. That's pretty cool. And uh, a beer chilling coaster set. This is cool. I believe this is a, a Pinterest uh, type item. They're handmade reclaimed New Hampshire granite, and you chill the coasters in the freeze in the freezer or the refrigerator, and then you use them to keep your beer chilled and securely upright all night long. Pretty cool. Uh, something different. So if you want. Just go over, uh, we're, we're uh, sending out the link, bestproducts.com, and uh, search for the 12 best beer gifts uh, in your uh, beer lover's life. You can check out the links there take you directly uh, to those uh, beer gifts. Some other gifts, if you want to get uh, the beer lover in your life, um, Shirts on Tap. This is a great service. Uh, they send you each month a box with a T-shirt from an independent brewery, coupons and stickers and all kinds of stuff. It's a very cool service. Um, shirts on tap. We've mentioned these guys before. San Diego, Denver, Portland, Seattle, or Dallas is the shirts right now. He wants to expand it to all 50 states, and he's getting there. I mean, last year, I think he was only in two places, San Diego and Denver. He's grown to three states. Hopefully, he can grow uh, a little bit bigger, but definitely something for the beer lover in your life if they live in those particular areas, San Diego, Denver, Portland, Seattle, and Dallas. You get a T-shirt every month. You get a coupon to the particular brewery and some facts about the brewery as well. Uh, cool service shirts on tap.com is the website there for more information. Uh, Brewheads, we love the guys from uh, the brewheads.com. They are also another um, apparel place with t shirts and hats, uh, mostly in Arizona, but uh, you know, his, his designs are really cool. He makes a great glass too that goes great with your IPAs. You want to check them out? The brewheads.com, wooden bottle openers, glassware, t shirts, hats, all kinds of cool stuff. And then finally, a, uh, a site that I've been on, I haven't purchased yet. This guy's based out of San Diego as well. HoppyBeerHoppyLife.com. Guy, another guy that sells all kinds of hats, innovative T-shirts, socks, stickers, glasses. Um, he's got some really unique stuff uh, that I like that I actually have to make a purchase on one of these days because uh, I love his shirts, uh, cheers to good beers. He's got some you know, button-down shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, uh, some cool hats. Uh, one, I think that's a hat and also a bottle opener at the same time. So some unique stuff uh, that he has. Again, he's at hoppybeerhoppylife.com. So just, you know, and again, it's getting close to Christmas. So if you want to get these orders in, get them in fast. Uh, we'll send some links out as well uh, to these various sites. You can follow them on Facebook or Twitter uh, or Instagram and uh, and look them up and see if you like something for the beer lover in your life. Just some different Christmas gifts, um, you know, for those people that are fans of beer and want to wear or uh, purchase beers from different states that maybe you can't get to. Folks, when we come back after a short break, Jeremy Cowan from Schmaltz Brewing will join me. That happens next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You know, as you walk up to the Barrow House in Clifton, New Jersey, you really feel like you're transported back in time by the reconstructed 19th century farmhouse design, complete with beautiful reclaimed wood beams and flooring. If the weather permits and it's a great night out, visit the outdoor porch area, complete with quaint rocking chairs, flickering gas lanterns hinting at a bygone era. Enjoy a seasonal cocktail or a casual dinner under the stars. The Barrow House satisfies groups of all sizes, always keeping that intimate feel. Now, if you've got a group dinner to plan, the Barrow House Root Cellar is a perfect stone line nook that showcases a carefully selected wine collection. If your group's larger, the traditional post and beam barn complete with retractable roof and belt-driven fans is the perfect setting. Whether it's the 18 craft beers on draft, my favorite part, the creative seasonal craft cocktails, or the scrumptious American farm fare, and trust me, it's delicious. Choose the Barrel House on Van Houten Avenue in Clifton, New Jersey, right off of Route 3. Visit thebarrelhouse.com. Return to a simpler time, the Barrel House. And when in Nutley, don't forget to visit Cowan's Public Art Deco Speakeasy. 
What's that? You got tax problems? Owe the IRS 10 grand or more? Do not, I repeat, do not call the IRS alone. They will crush you. Who to call? Who to trust? Larry Elder here. Call Rush Tax Resolution. 855-IRS-CALL-855-477-2255. Now, I've met the people at Rush Tax Resolution. Great lawyers, phenomenal track record, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, unheard of, zero complaint history. Read my lips. Zero complaint history. And they love winning. IRS has the power to come after you personally. They have the power to shut down your business. Rush Tax Resolution can stop levies and garnishment of wages fast and settle your taxes for the lowest amount possible. Call now. Mention the SAGE. And the first 10 callers will receive free IRS transcript, investigation, and analysis. A $1,500 value for free. 855-IRS-CALL. 855-477-2255. Or go to RushTaxResolution.com. 855-IRS-CALL. It's Dennis Prager at 1. Michael Medved at 3. Weekdays on AM 970. The Answer. WNYM Hackensack. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. You didn't really think I was going to interrupt my captain, the captain, Captain James T. Kirk, or actor William Shatner, from reading the beginning of Star Trek, the original series, as we're back here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is the reason why I played that. We'll get to that in just a second. Follow me on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram, at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com, slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, of course, uh, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can download and listen to every single Craft Beer Cast wherever you are on whatever platform that you're using it. Now, my next guest on the cast, he is the owner of a great brewery in Clifton Park, New York. He's cranking out beers like Funky Jubilation, Hop Mama IPA, among others. We're going to talk about some holiday beers, but they're also the exclusive license for creating Star Trek-themed beers. They're open Wednesday through Sunday with brewery tours offered on Saturday and Sunday. You can check out their website, schmaltzbrewing.com, for more info. Let me welcome in Jeremy Cowan to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Jeremy, welcome. Hey, Al, good morning. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. Now, Jeremy, how did Schmaltz Brewing get its start? Oh, man, that is some that is some old school stories that 21 years ago in San Francisco in Northern California, um, uh, I was living in the Mission District. I loved beers like uh, Anchor Steam and uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, a little bit of Lagunitas, Valley, Lost Coast, and North Coast. And I thought, you know what this world really needs? Its own beer uh, for the Jews. <laughs> so, you know, every, look, everybody, other, every other group in America has their own beer, right. wherever they came from, whatever team they're into. And uh, after 350 years, uh, we had an inside joke with my group of friends from high school. And we said, you know, the Jews have deserved their own beer, too. We'll call it Hebrew, the chosen beer, and the punchline on the T-shirt will be don't pass out, pass over. Nice. And uh, so it was, it, that was as simple as it was. I, I went to a tiny little brewery in Northern California got him to make me 100 cases for Hanukkah 1996, so 21 years ago. And um, we hand-bottled it, hand-labeled it. I drove it around in my grandmother's car at the time. I didn't own a car. I was living in San Francisco. And uh, that's how it started. Schmaltz Brewing Company was born. And uh, 
here we are 21 years later, quite a different scene. We're at a 40,000-square-foot warehouse in upstate New York, right. and they have a whole line of Hebrew beers under the Schmaltz Brewing banner. We also have three other brands in New York City, upstate New York, and the Star Trek beer. So it's a lot of exciting things going on. Very awesome. 21 years in the beer business with Schmaltz. You're in over 37 states, plus Canada and the U.K. And recently, a story that I had read on uh, uh, Brewbound, great uh, site for industry resources, store, uh, uh, not only stories, but job openings and all that other good stuff, that you're looking for investing to help with the operation. What are you looking yep. to do with the added financial help? Yeah, so I've gotten this company to a point where we've built a great foundation, and now we need to grow from there. I've got some opportunities for expanding our new brands. We have a brand called Alphabet City that's based in New York City, started by some friends of mine, home brewers in the Lower East Side. And um, we took that over last year, rebranded it, put it into cans. So Alphabet City needs to grow and, and prosper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a brand in upstate New York called 518-838-CRAFT. That's our local area codes. And we buy New York State malts and hops. We collaborate with local purveyors, and we do fundraiser projects up here. It's a great little brand. Um, and then the Star Trek brand that you talked about right. needs a little bit of love and tension. And we want to be able to spread out our wings on the marketing side. We're also opening a new tasting room in Troy, New York, and upstate where we are based. So some good opportunities if folks are interested. They should email me, jeremy at schmaltzbrewing.com, and I'd love to tell them more about it. I'm raising some money and uh, going to try to take advantage of the opportunities to grow. It's an exciting time in craft beer, and why not jump on it? Outstanding. Talking with Jeremy Cowan, the owner of Schmaltz Brewing, located in Clifton Park, New York. Schmaltzbrewing.com, the website for more information. I want to talk about the holiday brews that you have out now here since it's the weekend of Hanukkah, including Hanukkah Hanukkah Pass the Beer, which is a golden strong ale (laughs) with cocoa nibs. Uh, Talk to me about that one. Yeah, so Hanukkah, Hanukkah, pass the beer. Uh, one of the more mis... Um, I'm, I'm really impressed that you were able to uh, pronounce it correctly. Uh, I have a, a, more people... We, we spelled it both ways. Right. Because you could spell Hanukkah a lot of different ways. Sure. And basically, the shtick is no matter how you spell it, you still got the only Hanukkah beer in the country. And uh, it is a fantastic one. It's a golden strong ale. It's brewed with eight different malts, eight types of hops. And it's, of course, 8% alcohol for the eight nights of Hanukkah. Right. Uh, won a silver medal last year in the World Beer Championships that we're really proud of. And the basic idea on the flavors is it's like those gold coins called gelts. They're, ch- they're gold on the outside and chocolate on the inside. Oh. So this beer is uh, its definitely not, I mean, it's not an extract-flavored um, beer. Mm. It is uh, real ingredients, really rich, flavorful but it's got a, um, uh, a lightness to it and a brightness to it. It's a little peachy from the yeast that we're using and just beautiful chocolate notes. So the Hanukkah beer is, uh, is a big hit for us, and it's on the shelves throughout the region. So definitely people should go grab it. All right, and then we'll move on to the Jubilation 21. That's a dark American strong ale. Oh, yeah. Jubilation is our one of our signature dishes. Uh, we really became known for this series. From our eighth anniversary, where it was eight malts, eight hops, eight percent, all the way up to now, it's ten malts, eleven hops, and twelve point one percent for our twenty-first. We've had years where it was uh, seventeen malts, seventeen hops, and seventeen percent. Oh wow! Uh, really exceptional beer. The golden, the uh, last year's twentieth anniversary, we just got back from the World Beer Championships. Actually, got a platinum medal, which I was really thrilled about. I actually haven't seen a platinum medal there before. Um, so it was us and uh, and Dupont from Europe. Um, brands like Rogue and, and uh, um, Great Lakes and some really cool brands in the mix. And we were very lucky that our Jubilation Series topped the list. So I'm really proud of this project. Um, every year it's slightly different, but it's basically a monster brown ale. It's not a porter. It's not a stout. 
Uh, it's our Messiah nut brown recipe tweaked up and turned up and cranked all the way up. And this year it's only 12.1%, so I like to call those kind of session barley wines compared <laughs> to some of the years where we had uh, – Last year's was 16.8%. So I tell, it's a beautiful project, and now it's 21 and over. So we're having 21 and over parties with other breweries that for from 96 and before. Jeremy, it's so funny. I tell people all the time, they go, how do you drink those beers 12%, 14%? you got to ease into it. you got to start you know, yeah. around 6 and 7, and then you kind of kind of work your way up there. Now, shtick in a box. This is a 12-pack. So this includes um, the Hanukkah Hanukkah pasta beer as well as some other varieties that you guys have out? Yeah, Shtick in a Box came uh, came up a couple of years ago. We were looking for a winter variety pack to go with our hops in Hebrew during the summer. Um, the variety packs are a really fun project for us. We have three a year, um, and the Shtick in a Box is our winter kind of holiday release, uh, obviously referencing a fun Saturday Night Live skit from uh, Days of Yore. Um, and, uh, yeah, Hanukkah's in there. We always have a high ABV beer, so Hanukkah's 8%. We've got Slingshot, uh, our Dry Hops Golden Lager, Hop Mana, our American IPA, and Messiah, our Nut Brown Ale, because you can't have a Christmas variety pack without a Hebrew Messiah. And it's just a really fun way to have delicious beers, a lot of fun. If people see the packaging, they'll totally get it. And uh, and it's a huge hit for us. It's actually in New Jersey and New York, we get a lot of play. And down in Philly um, and Pennsylvania, there's a lot of package stores that'll carry stick in a box so it's a perfect way to try a bunch of our different beers very cool we're talking with jeremy cowan the owner of schmaltz brewing located in clifton park new york on the algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer schmaltzbrewing.com is the website for more information you know you, you made the remark jeremy about pronouncing hanukkah correctly i one time was on the radio and uh, reading an article about uh, menachem schneerson and i said why yeah. is this guy wearing a yarmulk to the jew two jewish people <laughs> that i was working with on the radio they actually stopped the cd in mid-song to bring me on the air to have me pronounce the name again, not realizing that Yamaka is spelt Yarmaluk, and I didn't know that it was pronounced a different way. And they both looked at me with shock on their their faces, and I said, I'm Italian. I'm not Jewish. How would I know exactly. that the word is spelt one way and pronounced differently? Well, and there's a lot of words like that. And, I mean, that's part of the fun. Listen, it's called schmaltz brewing for a reason. Schmaltz right. means chicken fat in Yiddish. And uh, basically that's a reference to a decadent comfort food from a sentimental nod to an old generation. And tradition, which Italians obviously are very close to sure. in the U.S., and Jews and Italians tend to live near each other, share a lot of food history, a lot of guilty mother relationships, and, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of fun, a lot of delicious treats. If so, I, you know, if, Schmaltz is encouraging people to use their own punchlines. If I, if Jeremy, if I started telling stories about my mother, there isn't enough time. It's only an hour show. So uh, <laughs> now the Star Trek beers are the ones that, uh, to me, are really cool. A friend of mine had just brought yeah. me the Symbiosis Ale that he picked up because oh, he yeah. lives up in Schenectady. And uh, he just right. brought it to me last week. But you have a new one out called Captain's Holiday, based on the Next Generation episode. What's this beer all about? Yeah, so the the Star Trek series, I was approached by uh, our wholesaler, of all people, our wholesaler from Alberta, Canada, oh, who wow. uh, started the uh, – is if Star Trek itself wasn't um, – geeky enough, which I love. I grew up on Star Trek, the original series, and, and absolutely love it. I love the intro today, by the way, Al. Thank you. Um, so uh, Vern came to me and said, would you like to join the Federation of Beer? I oh. said, Vern, what are you talking about? He said, well, it's you and Garrison from Halifax, Nova Scotia. You guys want to make Star Trek beer? I said, oh, hell yeah, that sounds great. So we've been making Star Trek beers. We're in our second year. Um, the, the one right now is they're tied into the 30th anniversary of Next Generation. Right. We did Symbiosis for the summer, and we're doing Captain's Holiday for the winter. It's an amazingly kitschy um, 
a version of Next Gen where uh, Jean Luc goes to this like pleasure planet to Rise take up. a little rest and relaxation. Yep. Um, and uh, as as often happens, the captain gets involved with a lovely woman on the show and has some adventures and uh, hijinks ensue. And uh, you know, it's meaningful and uh, hilarious and awesome. So we've decided to make a beer just like that. It's a it's a winter getaway. So instead of doing a heavy winter beer like our Jubilation series, we went the opposite direction. It's almost like a tropical, halfway between a pale ale, notes of an IPA. Um, it's got some citrus and some uh, lime and sweet orange peel. It's, it's a lovely beer, very drinkable. Um, it's about six, uh, six plus percent. Um, and Captain's Holiday is a great episode. People should check it out. Yep. Really funny pictures of John Luke, especially knowing Patrick Stewart now in X-Men near history. Yep. Uh, I met, actually met Patrick Stewart years ago. First radio station oh, I ever cool. worked at. Did an interview with us. He was doing uh, Christmas Carol on Broadway. And my friend and I were at the radio station. I brought my friend along. We're both huge Star Trek fans. And both of us, like complete Star Trek geeks, wearing awesome. 25th anniversary T-shirts of the original series. And I kid you not, oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart walks in, looks right at me. I said, Mr. Stewart, big fan. Saw you last night. Christmas Carol, outstanding. And he said, thank you very much. And then said, pity about the shirt, though, and walked away. And yeah. I felt <laughs> so unbelievably dejected. It was hysterical. Aww. But, I mean, he t- you know, he took it in stride. But very funny, great dry sense of humor. Um, yeah. just, just a blast, a, r- a really great guy. Now, are you doing, are you going to be doing more Star Trek beers in the future? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we've done, we do three a year and next year, uh, in the spring is a project called Mirror Mirror or the Mirror Universe, Ooh, yes. um, which is a theme that runs through all the Star Trek series, which is great. Um, and so we'll be coming out with a, four, a new four pack, new packaging, new beer style for that. Then in the spring and uh, in the summer, it's 25th anniversary of Deep Space Nine. Cool. So we'll have a beer that will launch for Comic-Con in San Diego and at the Star Trek convention next summer in Vegas. And then next winter, I'm really digging this Captain's Holiday thing. So I think what we'll do is we'll pick different captains and uh, we'll come up with different holiday beers. But I love the idea of it. And it's fun for us. You know, we somehow managed to have the only Hanukkah beer in the world, but uh, we also have a good time being the only Jewish celebration beer making a Christmas beer. That's awesome. Maybe a captain, maybe a Janeway coffee porter or something, you know, something along those lines. There you go. There's some... I'll, I'll add it to the hopper. We got uh, marketing ideas aplenty, so keep them coming. <laughs> Finally, last question for me, Jeremy. We're talking with Jeremy Cowan, the owner of Schmoltz Brewing, located in Clifton Park, New York, on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer: SchmoltzBrewing.com. The website for more information. You know, you talked about the Captain's Holiday beer being more of a, a pale ale and an IPA type because, and, and it's really it's winter time. Are you a seasonal type of guy uh, when you're drinking beers, or it's whatever the, the you know yeah. whatever you're into at that time? Are you more seasonal, or um, more just whatever's in you're into at that time? I, personally, I'm both because I love. People say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what's your favorite beer at beer festivals? What do you want to drink? And it's really moment to moment. I mean, it, it, in the middle of winter, this Captain's Holiday we just are launching now. And so it's crisp and bright. And it goes great with certain kinds of foods and different types of cheeses and, and just hanging out, drinking beers with your friends. But Jubilation 21, I mean, this is go time for that type of beer. We have uh, right. big, rich flavors. They're, they're higher ABVs. Um, we have Jubilation 21. We also have a brand new beer that our uh, new head brewer, produ- our brewing uh, pro- uh manager put together called Plump Monk, and Plump Monk is an 8% uh, winter beer brewed with Belgian yeast and complex dark malts and then a big blast of plum puree, and Plump Monk has been awesome. It's, it's just delicious, and this time of year, having Plump Monk, um, we've got a beer in the city under the Alphabet City line called Sugar Plum Fairy, 
And uh, these are just rich flavors that during the winter are so fun to enjoy. I, I love drinking beer in the colder weather, and I love those beer styles, too. So, do, so, so it do is I. seasonal, but, you know, you, you can drink a, an Imperial Stout. You can drink a barrel-aged sour in the middle of summer. Sure. Um, you can drink a Session IPA in the middle of winter. It really depends on, you know, what's the temperature where you're drinking it, what you're feeling like, and what you've been eating, who you're hanging out with. Exactly. And with good friends, you break out the good stuff. That's how I look at it. My guest has been Absolutely. Jeremy. My guest has been Jeremy Cowan, the owner of Schmaltz Brewing, located in Clifton Park, New York. Schmaltzbrewing.com is the website for more information. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight, and happy Hanukkah. Thanks. Thanks, Al. Have a great holiday season, everybody. Look, you, I am. You got it. When we come back, time for suds and duds. I'm going to tell you all about the beers I've partaken in the past week or so, and I'll tell you if they're a suds or if they're a dud. All after a short break on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher is overwhelmed at the amount of sexual harassment accusations. I don't know what you make of any of it. I seriously am at a stage in my career where I'm sitting back sort of shocked at the barrage of stories. It's it's exhausting. It's relentless. It is never-ending. It seems to be intensifying. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. The one and only place to catch every Vikings broadcast is Jack Doyle's NYC on 35th. This and every game day, get to Jack Doyle's for the great Minnesota Vikings get-together. They've got specials you can't get anywhere else, like Minnesota cheese curds, barbecue pork sliders, Vikings burgers, and a Minnesota bloody to wash it all down. All coming from a menu that'll satisfy a true Vikings fan. With 16 TVs and surround sound, you won't miss a single hit, touchdown, or field goal during Vikings football. So head on over to Jack Doyle's NYC, 240 West 35th Street today and watch the Vikings fight to claim their rightful throne to the NFC North Championship. Be part of the action at Jack Doyle's NYC on 35th. Skull, Vikings. Skull. Napa know-how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am97theanswer.com. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast here on AM 970. The answer, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, that's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can listen to and download the show on both of those platforms. Now it's time for Suds and Duds. This is the segment where I tell you all about the various craft beers that I've drank over the past week or so, probably 10 days. Remember, it's a subjective list and it's based on one person's palate, and that would be your host, 
me. So um, it's been a, it's it's been a week. Obviously, we did the show last week uh, from John Sullivan's in uh, Midtown, and thanks so much for uh, people coming out. And uh, what a great time! I and mean, the that is a great bar right by Madison Square Garden. Excellent food. They got a ten dollar lunch special uh, that you definitely want to check out. So. Um, uh, you know, go go there, check it out. John Sullivan's, uh, 210 West 35th, uh, between 7th and 8th Avenues. Uh, again, they're an Arizona State University bar. They show all the Arizona State games. Uh, but it is a great place, two floors, uh, great service. And uh, as I said, the food is excellent. The beer's outstanding. They have their own IPA in the bar as well, which is very good. I highly recommend it if you're into IPAs. Uh, some other stuff as well, uh, Sam Adams Harpoon, uh, a couple of different. I know they have uh, Stone on Bottle, which is always a good thing. Uh, and they do do a uh, Founders uh, All Day IPA uh, can special for uh, $4. So can't beat it. Founders for 4 bucks, Pretty good. So let's get into Suds and Duds here. And uh, some good beers this week. And the final beer for Suds and Duds, one of the holy grails of IPAs. We'll get to that in a minute. First up, finally had a chance to crack open the last growler uh, from Hopsy. Uh, that I had from Barrier Brewing. This was their um, their hoppy pack. Uh, I had the Tonto uh, from them. Juicy and dank. Lots of grapefruit flavor in this. It was fantastic. Barrier Brewing uh, in in uh, Queens, Long Island City makes a fanta- makes fantastic beers. Uh, I've had a number of them uh, so far, and I have not been disappointed uh, by any any one of them. Uh, New York State cranking out some great beer. Barrier Brewing uh, happens to be one of them. You definitely want to check them out. That was. Uh, fantastic. Then uh, went over to uh, Wet Ticket Brewing, which actually, uh, Wet Ticket Brewing celebrating their one-year anniversary today. Uh, that's going on until 10 o'clock tonight in Rowway, New Jersey. Uh, we're going to try and have Tim Pewitt, uh, one of the owners on the program, on next week's program to talk about the year anniversary, how far they've come in sh- such a short period of time. Uh, they have really done a fantastic job. Tim is doing great stuff uh, at Wet Ticket. You hear me talking about it all the time. Uh, an easy ride, even if you're coming in from New York City. It's five, six stops on the train uh, from New York Penn Station. Uh, definitely worth uh, you checking out. And if you're in Jersey and you're near uh, the North Jersey Coast or Northeast Corridor Lines, it's a simple ride to Broadway uh, from anywhere. Even if you're coming from Bayhead, it might take you a little while, but uh, it's definitely worth it. So had their um, their test ticket, uh, their new old Spanktown by, by Wet Ticket Brewing. Lots of piney flavor, great hop. Uh, love a good West Coast IPA. This is definitely West Coast, not East Coast. It is definitely not juicy. It is piney and really, really good. Tim doing some great things there uh, at Wet Ticket Brewing. And then uh, another brewery that I love on the West Coast uh, in the San Francisco area, 21st Amendment uh, Brew Free or Die IPA. This is their blood orange version. Uh, have to say, excellent IPA, but the blood orange so prominent. As soon as you crack the can, you can smell the blood orange uh, coming out of the can. Fantastic. Really nice. Um, this was more of an easy drinking one for me. I really enjoyed that blood orange flavor, but more of a, I had one, I could drink two or three more of these uh, without feeling, you know, without puckering up or feeling, I shouldn't say puckering up, but without getting bored of the, the, the piney flavor in that one. I had a Magnify uh, Double Dry uh, Hop Babysitter uh, from Magnify. This was over at Paragon Tap and Table uh, about two weeks ago. That uh, One of the better offerings from them, dry but good. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Magnify uh, in New Jersey, and they kind of ha- – Magnify is one of those breweries where um, people either love them or can't stand them. There's really kind of no middle ground with Magnify, it seems, uh, from amongst their fans. Um, I am not the biggest fan of Magnify. I will try their stuff. Uh, I'm just not, uh, you know, overwhelmed uh, with what they put out. But this one, the Double Dry Hop Babysitter, 
from Magnify. Very good. Had a um, a Paradox Pilsner, uh, which my good friend Buddy Watson had brought me uh, in the can uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a nice, solid German Pilsner. Bready, really good. If you're looking for an alternative uh, from a Budweiser, this is definitely a great alternative, the Paradox Pilsner uh, by Paradox Brewery. Very good stuff. As we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, then we get to some, a really good one. I, I've talked about this brewery a million times before. Firestone Walker puts out some fantastic beers uh, out of Pablo Robles, California. Uh, I picked up a bottle of their Sticky Monkey, this year's version, the 2017 version, uh, from them probably about two months ago, I would say. It's a 12-ounce bottle. Cost me, it probably sent me back about $13, $14. Folks, absolutely worth it. Without a doubt, worth the purchase. Definitely share this one. It is certainly not one you want to drink by yourself. Uh, I think it's a, a 11, 12%er. Thick, boozy, caramel, maple syrup, so smooth going down. Uh, definitely let it warm up a little bit uh, before you start drinking it. Obviously, you want it cold, but then put it in the glass, let it warm slightly. Uh, if you can get it to a little bit, uh, you know, if you can get it to room temperature, great. But the longer that you let it sit and you're sipping it and drink it, the better the flavors come out. I mean, it really just, uh, we, were, we were drinking this, my neighbor Greg and I were drinking this by the fire, and this was just one of those beers where, wow, you just, you sip it nice and slow, you let it go down, because, again, 12% beer, it's a lot. Anything above 10%, you got to watch yourself. Um, so the longer you let this sit and you sip it and you kind of just ease into it, the better you will be. Sticky Monkey, their 2017 version uh, from Firestone Walker. Outstanding job. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Another one that uh, Buddy had uh, given me, uh, the Great Chocolate Wreck by Good Nature Farm Brewery and Taproom. Uh, a great stout. Chocolate, coffee flavor. Uh, excellent in this, really good. Again, another great beer uh, by the fire, certainly, uh, but definitely one that you want to share uh, with someone and maybe not drink by yourself. I, I find that lately with the bigger beers, uh, unless I'm going to be sitting and just, a, unless I'm having one beer for the night and I want to let it last for the whole night, uh, when it's a big bottle, I definitely want to share it with people because it, it's just, the booze can be overwhelming for sure. And certainly do not drink and drive when you're drinking uh, any type of alcohol, whether it's 12%, 4%, whatever, uh, drink responsibly. Get an Uber. Have a designated driver. Don't be stupid, folks, okay, because it's, it's certainly not worth it. As we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment, the final segment of the program on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Bourbon County Stouts. I know that there are some people who just can't stand, you know, anything that's purchased by AB InBev, et cetera, et cetera. We've gone through this before as well on the program. I enjoy the Bourbon County Stout. I think it's great. I will not go chasing it and the variants and all kinds of other stuff at places. I, I see no reason to do that. If I see it at a store and it's reasonably priced, I will buy it. If, if I have to go hunting for it, not a chance. But uh, the Whole Foods here in New York City stocks tons of them. People are running around in New Jersey trying to find the variants, a bottle, this, that. Guys are price gouging. It's, it's crazy. I pull right up to the Whole Foods. It's $10 a bottle. I actually got a barley wine variant, which I'm not drinking for a couple of years. I'm going to age them. So this one that I pulled out uh, by the fire with my neighbor, Greg, this is a 2015. So I've aged it for two years. It's a 13.7% of the Bourbon County brand stout. This is the, the regular version, not the variants, right? Unbelievable. Aged it two years, like I said. The bourbon is kind of smoothed out uh, where it's there, it's present, it's strong, but it's not overpowering. It doesn't punch you in the face when you start drinking it. 
it was fantastic. I mean, we sat there, we took a sip, and we were both, my neighbor and I were both like, oh, my God. I mean, we probably could have just drank the whole bottle as quick as we could, but we really, really just eased into it and just sipped it nice. And, and that's the way the beer should be enjoyed, with friends, sipping, relaxing, you know, not rushing it through. I'm interested to see if the barley wine has has held up in two years. Uh, it is not an infected version that bur- that the um, that Goose Island had in 2015. It had a number of bottles uh, that were infected. I bought it on a, a date uh, that was not one of the dated bottles that was infected. So I'm hoping when I finally drink that one uh, that it is not uh, infected. But we'll see. And then I finished off that night by the fire with my neighbor, uh, as we like to call it, our little bromance. Uh, with the Dream Ticket by Wet Ticket Brewing, they are um, canning their Dream Ticket beer, their double IPA. Fantastic. Great job. And we'll get into it with Tim hopefully next week if we have him on the program. Talk more about his canning operation and other stuff as well. Uh, so a great double IPA from Wet Ticket. Fine. And then I had uh, Oscar Wilde, great restaurant, West 27th Street between 7th and 8th Avenues. Definitely want to check out this place. Beautiful bar, longest bar in New York City. Had a Stone IPA there on tap. Always a solid IPA. Oscar Wilde, great restaurant. If you're a fan of the uh, the author, poet, uh, you definitely want to check out uh, the Oscar Wilde restaurant. They have a great tap selection there. Had a uh, At John Sullivan's when we were there last week, had a Christmas sale by Goose Island. Not bad, nothing special. A decent beer, nothing great. Uh, let's see, and then to finish it off, let's see, a star, uh, the uh, Star Trek Symbiosis from Schmaltz Brewing. And I describe this one as the kind of beer you want to drink while sitting on the beach. Tropical flavors, a slight bite, excellent. Make it so, as Captain Picard would say. Great stuff uh, from Schmaltz Brewing. Uh, On that one, the uh, anniversary beer, the 30th anniversary of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, the Star Trek Symbiosis. Had a Sam Adams Winter Lager by the Boston Beer Company. Nice malt, decent spice, uh, certainly better as it warms up. Uh, I I regard this as a slightly amped up uh, Boston Lager. And then finally... Had the Holy Grail of IPAs, a heady topper by The Alchemist. Uh, Alex from uh, Paragon Tap and Table brought me a can of uh, heady topper and focal banger. I haven't had a chance to have the focal banger yet. But had the heady topper, cracked it open last weekend. So piney, so bitter, delicious. Goes well with reindeer cookies, as I noted on Untapped. You can follow me there at Catulo. Outstanding. Certainly the Holy Grail of IPAs. Great job. Loved it. Certainly would want would want another can or a six-pack. That is definitely what, that is what a true IPA is. Piney, bitter, great bite. That's what you want from an IPA. Uh, it was fantastic. I am so thrilled uh, that Alex was able to get me a can of that. And can't wait to try the Focal Banger as well, which is a slightly uh, less version uh, of the Heady Topper. But boy, I'll tell you, Heady Topper is good stuff. If you get an opportunity, if you like IPAs, you get an opportunity to drink one of those, you definitely want to take advantage of that. You will not be disappointed. It is not juicy by any stretch of the imagination. It is what, uh, to me, a true IPA should be. Piney, hoppy, really good, bitter. Love it. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Jeremy Cowan from Schmaltz Brewing, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. 
Cowan's Public was born in 2015, but really, its historic roots, they stretch back into the 1930s. This Art Deco speakeasy in Nutley, New Jersey, has its roots dating to just after the repeal of Prohibition. Now, the main room, it's beautiful when you walk in, features a curved Art Deco bar with custom stained glass, a roaring fireplace, plenty of places to sit, just the right setting to enjoy a seasonal cocktail, perhaps an Ella Fizz or an Alley Cat. If you're looking for an escape from the main bar, the Nouveau Lounge is right up your alley with upholstered walls, restored tin ceiling, and deco chandeliers. It's great for families, small groups, and even private party rentals. Cowan's Public has 16 rotational craft beers on draft with beer selection suited for all tastes from craft beer enthusiasts like me to newcomers alike. Cowan's uses local purveyors focusing on the freshest ingredients. Try the buffalo chicken poutine. Oh, my goodness. Or the new Cowan's Burger, an 8-ounce coffee-rubbed burger topped with Vermont white cheddar, fried egg, and shoestring onion rings. I'm getting that the next time I go in for sure. Visit CowanSPublic.com. The 1930s never looked so good. Cowan's Public, your local escape. And when in Clifton, visit the newly constructed Barrow House Bar and Restaurant. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.